is it monday february 26 2024 my name is jaron jackson i do love america for me it's always about the gospel of jesus christ his death his burial his resurrection today i want to help a young man in the faith his name is hayden rodia hayden rodia did this recently he posted this video recently of him preaching the gospel at michigan or excuse me grand valley state university which i believe is in michigan but this is the video commentary follows. Sorry to interrupt. Who is this you? Yeah, me. Okay, so you need to be over there. Why is that? Are you a student? No. Okay, so then you need to be over there or at the transformational link. Those are our expensive activities. But isn't this, isn't this America where I have freedom of speech? I'm not going to argue with you. I'm just letting you know. So. And what happens if I don't move? So, well, then I need to call uh, the police department. So, mm -hmm. just to let you know, those are the two spots that you can be at. Well, okay. I'm in America, okay. so I, I think I can be here. You cannot be here. You've been told to move. You need to move back over to the Kirkhoff, or we'll call and have you return. If, if GVPD tells me to move, then I will move. You've got to be kidding me. Because no. this is America. <laughs> this is Grand Valley's campus. In America. Yeah. Oh, what If I have to notify GVPD, you will be trespassed from the university and will be arrested. For what? Using my freedom of speech? Amen. Amen. Now, this young man clearly has the courage to speak about, I think he was uh, preaching against abortion, which by the way, Hayden, if you watch this, scroll down on my Twitter feed and you'll see something that actually speaks about the law about abortion. It's the right to life. Whenever you argue abortion, you're arguing commercial enterprise. The law is precise. So don't argue commercial enterprise, right, uh, argue the right to life. Before I get going, I want to start with Proverbs chapter 26 and verse 10. Proverbs chapter 26 and verse 10. The great God that formed all things both rewardeth the fool and rewardeth transgressors. Now God's wisdom, you got to dig at it. You got to dig at it. I believe here God rewards the fool and the transgressors. Now, if God's people are supposed to be bringing God's message, the gospel of Jesus Christ, um, to the world, then when there are fools and there's transgressors of the law, the gospel would be brought that message. So God, uh, the God that formed all things are going to be, he's, he rewards the fools and he rewards the transgressors. Now, this now has a perspective if you're a fool and if you're transgressing the law, the God, you know, God who formed all things will be rewarding you for being a fool and a transgressor. He'll be rewarding you in wrath, right? The Bible says, the Bible teaches in Romans chapter six, the wages of sin is death. So uh, God will pay you in death. He'll pay you in wrath for being a fool and um, you know being a transgressor. At the same time, I believe when God has faithful followers, Christians who abide in the word, John chapter eight and verse 31, they will be proclaiming that word wherever they go. So this young man preaching the gospel, speaking against abortion, got accosted by these feminist harpies. And these feminist harpies that are trying to defend their institution, where they have no doubt destroyed and ravaged the worldviews of many people who were raised with Christian beliefs, 
These are the inner sanctums that must be penetrated and conformed towards the obedience and the lordship of Jesus Christ. So with that, if Hayden Rodea wants to, I hope I'm saying that right, if he wants to listen, I want to give a notice of how to actually use the law to tell these guys that they're wrong. So if you watch this and you want to use this notice, um, I'm going to explain it to you. I'm going to show you the law. And this would be good for, I mean, I wrote it specifically for you. I wrote it specifically for Grand Valley State University in Michigan. But if you understand the pattern that I'm using, you can actually replicate this anywhere that you want to go um, for the exercise of your private rights. A little bit of administrative housekeeping for me. The way that I keep this thing going is to go to patriotswitch.com slash Jaron, patriotswitch.com slash Jaron. If you appreciate the work that I do, if you want to say thank you, one good way to do that is to take the money that you're already spending for your household goods, switch it over to an American manufacturing company at patriotswitch.com slash Jaron. When you shop, I get a benefit. But the benefit is that you are also stewarding the money you're already spending instead of woke, godless, commie corporations. You're keeping it with American manufacturing, which is a God bless. You also, I've also saved money and this uh, company has zero liability claims for any of its products in 40 years of business because they don't use hazardous industrial chemicals. So fight back against the woke mob, help Jaron keep what he does being free and distributed, help my family that way, but then also help yourself by getting better products delivered right to your door. That's at patriotswitch.com slash Jaron. I want to now go to Grand Valley National Bank. So this is where I want to, well, let's, let's play the video again. Let's play the video again as a setup. And then after that, we'll lead into the content. So this is Hayden again. Here's the video. Sorry to interrupt. Who, is this you? Yeah, me. Okay, so you need to be over there. Why is that? Are you a student? No. Okay, so then you need to be over there or at the transformational link. Those are our excessive activities. But isn't this, isn't this America where I have freedom of speech? I'm not going to argue with you. I'm just letting you know. So. And what happens if I don't move? So, well, then I need to call uh, the police department. So, mm -hmm. just to let you know, those are the two spots that you can be at. Well, okay? I'm in America. Okay. So, I, I think I can be here. You cannot be here. You've been told to move. You need to move back over to the Kirkhoff, or we'll call and have you return. If, if GVPD tells me to move, then I will move. You've got to be kidding me. Because no. this is America. <laughs> this is Grand Valley's campus. In America. Oh, if I have to notify GVPD, you will be trespassed from the university and will be arrested. For what? Using my freedom of speech? All right. Amen. So brave young man standing on his rights. I want to actually, by God's grace, give him, give him some, some wisdom so he can be more effective at it. So Hayden, this is for you. What I want to do is I want to speak about a notice. Now, they told you that they were going to notify GVPD. They told you that they were going to notify the police. So I'd like to address this with a notice. This notice is a written document on legal size paper. Uh, Lord willing, after this live stream and I explain this, I will then do a tweet where I will actually tag you and you and then I'll load up the two images. If you want to DM me and we can talk, I'll walk you through it. And then if you really want to go after abortion, I'll show you where you can go after that as well. 
So this is, and by the way, I do this, what I do here, as a as a ministry unto the Lord, because I believe that America has been inundated with the Jesus loves you thing that was whitewashed and diluted by Billy Graham and those type of big evangelical ecumenical type things. And it's gotten away from a biblical gospel that speaks about the lordship of Jesus Christ. So I do this as a ministry whereby people can see the wisdom of Jesus that directly applies to government because Jesus in the Great Commission told us to teach all nations to obey all his commands. And Jesus expects it, Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 13. So here we have notice and demand of constitutional rights on Grand Valley State University campus. Now, I would do this with legal sheets of paper, eight and a half by 14. I would do it certified mail, and I would sign with blue ink. Always, always, always blue ink. Notice to agent is notice to principal. Notice to principal is notice to agent. You're going to send this to the uh, president of Grand Valley State University. When the president, who is the principal, receives this, if any of her agents, secretary, mail handler, uh, office mate, anybody, anybody who receives correspondence on behalf of the college president is deemed lawful service. So that's why we say this. We say this so that if anyone receives mail on behalf of the principal, it's the same as though the principal has sent it or has received it. At the same time, notice the principal is notice the agent. So those harpy women that were coming after you telling you to go to the Kirkhoff or the, uh, what was it, the um, expressive activity spaces. So the people that were telling you those things, those are agents of the principal because they work at the university. If they volunteer at the university, they are agents of the university. So if someone from the university is speaking to you after the president gets this notice, this notice is saying that everybody who's an agent is now given notice. So if the president of the university receives the notice, and then after the time limit, I put five days on this. After the time limit, let's say that you go preach the gospel. If a harpy feminist comes up to you and she says, I'm the teacher of English lit or underwater by, you know, basket weaving or BIPOC economics or whatever. If someone who works for the university, security guard, um, anybody comes up to you, they have already received notice because of what this means. Make sense? Okay. Then we're going to say, I, Hayden Rodia, I'm assuming that's your name because that's what was on the Twitter account. One of the people, this is your high, This is the highest status in the law. I would encourage you to go look up the Bruin case from 2022, B-U-R-E-N from the Supreme Court, wherein the Supreme Court designates and speaks to the status of people. The status of people is the highest status in the law, which is where, where we're getting back to the text, history, tradition of the fundamental law. And by the way, if you want to know more information, I learned from a guy out of Arizona. His name is Dave Jose. His Twitter account is Real Dave Cares for You with the number four, the letter U. That's for you and anybody else. So you're one of the people as seen in Michigan Constitution, Article 1, Section 1. Stop. Let's look up the Michigan Constitution. The Michigan Constitution, right here, Ballotpedia. Let me jihad this real fast. Michigan Constitution, Article 1. Section one, all political power is inherent in the people. So you are coming to these folks, you're coming to this trustee, these people in, in the uh, university as one of these people. You are coming as one of the people. When you come as one of the people, um, you've got all that political power. 
Now, you don't have all the political power, but you've got the political power enough to come to them Republican in form. Now, we have constitutional republics. A republic is that which administration is open to the management of all people. So you are coming to them as someone who creates government. That's what it means by you're coming in Republican form. You're demanding they adhere to and obey and acknowledge the form of government we have in America, which is a constitutional republic. Sui juris, this means you're coming by right. You're, you don't have any legal handicaps. You're not a felon. Um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Do serve you, because we're serving her. Philomena Mantilla. Philomena Mantilla, this is this woman right here. Philomena Mantilla, she is the president of Grand Valley State University. So I just went to GVSU, right? Grand Valley State University president, Philomena Mantilla. Philomena Mantilla is the president of the university. So that's who we're sending it to. This notice, a notice is information and observation, so that you do provide due care. She owes you the duty to not violate your rights. She receives compensation from Grand Valley State University. Grand Valley State University receives money from the state. The state must secure your rights. So when you give notice to, what's her face, Philomena, Philomena as the principal over Grand Valley State University, she then has a duty to tell everybody else at Grand Valley State University that you are exercising your rights and they can't touch you. And I'm about to prove it to you. So here we go. Please take notice that the Michigan Constitution secures my private right to assemble and speak freely on any issue I choose. Here is where I need to show it to you. So let's go to Michigan Constitution. We want to go to Article 3, or excuse me, Article 1, Section 3. The people have the right to peaceably to assemble. So this is a private right, right? I know that most people might assemble, assemble publicly, but you have the private right to assemble. It's about the use, not the realm, okay? So you have the uh, right to peaceably to assemble, to consult for the common good, to instruct the representatives, and to petition the government for redress or grievances. Now understand, you have the right here to instruct their representatives. Philomena is a president of a state university. So you have the right to instruct your representatives. As an agent of the government, one who's receiving uh, compensation from a state university, she is a trustee of the uh, Michigan Constitution. So she is your representative for that entity. And you can tell her what's up, which is what we're doing. So um, Grand Valley... Okay, hold on. I, I went back here. So then you want to say the freedom to assemble, which is there. But you also want the freedom of speech. Every person may freely speak, write, express, publish his views on all subjects, being responsible for the abuse of such right. This means that if you say to Philomena, if you start saying Philomena is a child trafficker and that is getting her death threats, you, by saying that, are responsible for the death threats to her. So this is why we let our yea, yea, and our nay, nay, Matthew 5 and verse 37. So when Christians preach the truth, we will not be in any harm or we will not be at risk whenever what we say hurts anybody because we're not actually trying to attack people. We're trying to tell the truth. So if you don't actually say anything unlawful or um, uh, wrong or deceitful, you're fine. So this way, Philomena uh, Mantilla, she can't go against your right. Okay. 
Oh, hold on. Let me. I did it again. Um, uh, for the, you're responsible for the abuse of, of that right, and no law shall be enacted to restrain or abridge the liberty of speech or of the press. Now, in that one-minute video, you heard them say expressive activity spaces. Expressive activity spaces is a restraint. It's telling people what they can and can't do, where they can and can't do something. Does that make sense? And so by them telling you, you have to go to the expressive uh, activity spaces, they are on public property restraining or abridging a private right unlawfully. And I'm going to show it to you further. So let's keep going back to the notice. Grand Valley State University, GVSU is what we're going to call it now, as a state school, that's, in, that's important, is public property and no rulemaking or legislation may abrogate the exercise of constitutional rights. Now, we're going to say that down here in Miranda, Arizona, when the Supreme Court says this, but we're going to say, because Grand Valley State University is a state school. Now, how do I know that? When you go to their own website, right, there's Grand Valley State University website right there. You come over here to the about, you scroll all the way down and they will tell you themselves. What will they say? Grand Valley State University, hold on, let me, let me jihad that. Grand Valley State University was chartered by the Michigan legislature. Now the Michigan legislature can't do what? No law. Who enacts laws in Michigan? The Michigan legislature. So if the, if the legislature has legislative powers to write law, your private right to speech can't be abrogated or restricted by any law. So this means that if the Michigan legislature creates an enactment that creates the charter of Grand Valley, or Grand Valley State University, nothing downstream in those legislative enactments or any policy of the campus, which includes expressive activity spaces, if the campus comes up with expressive activity spaces, that is a rule from the entity that was created by the legislature, which gets its power from the Constitution, which secures your right to free speech. Does that make sense? Your secured right to speech cannot be violated by anything in government because the Michigan legislature created Grand Valley State University and Grand Valley State University, under the headship of people like Philomena, comes up with rules for where you can say things called ex uh, expressive activity spaces. They are restricting and abrogating your secured right to speech, which they cannot do. Does that make sense? Okay, here we go. Back to this. Um, blah, 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 blah. Additionally, the Michigan Constitution encourages education to include teaching morality, which I believe, and this is now I'm speaking for you, I'm speaking as you, uh, requires a foundation of the Holy Bible and the teachings of the gospel of Jesus Christ as the only way into salvation. Now, this is where I want to under, I want people to understand the wisdom of Jesus Christ with advancing his gospel in government. Here is a lawful document exercising your rights as secured in the Constitution, and you get to preach the gospel and they can't say anything about it. This is beautiful. This is where Christ is king in the way that you actually apply the wisdom and the law. Now, if you don't agree with that, rewrite it and take that out. But I'm telling you, if you don't believe the gospel of Jesus Christ, you're going to go to hell. Furthermore, 
no police. And I'll, I'll show this, by the way. I'll show this right here. The Michigan Constitution encourages. I'll show that. Um, actually, you know what? I'll just do that right now. Let's go to Michigan Constitution, and we want to go to Article 8, Section 1. This is Michigan Constitution, Article 8, Section 1. And it says, Religion, morality, and knowledge being necessary to good government and the happiness of mankind, schools and the means of education shall forever be encouraged. Boom. There you go. Morality and religion is encouraged in the Michigan Constitution. Furthermore, no police department or any subdivision of GVSU may lawfully obstruct my exercise of these rights. Now, this gets back to if we, I didn't put it in the notice, but if we wanted to go to um, Article 7 of the Michigan Constitution, if you want to go to Article 7, which just is going to speak about your local government, you can come down to Section 22. This is Article 7, Section 22 of the Michigan Constitution. And it says, under general laws, now general law is the Michigan Constitution. So under general laws, uh, the electors of each city and village shall have the power and authority to frame, adopt, and amend its charter. The charter is speaking about cities. So the people can create cities that have powers, okay? And to amend an existing charter of the city, the village heretofore granted or enacted by the legislature for the government of the city or village. Each such city and village shall have the power to adopt resolutions and ordinances relating to its municipal concerns. This is your Grand Valley Police Department. Remember on that video that they said, we're going to call the cops? And you said, if Grand Valley Police Department comes and gets me, I'll move? Remember when you said that? Grand Valley Police Department also can't go against your secured rights. And I'm going to show it to you. Uh, subject to the Constitution and law. So the only time the police department may abrogate or violate your secured rights is when one, you don't know your rights because you grant you granted the unlawful presumption that your rights could be abrogated by rulemaking and legislation when you decided to move. When you decided to move, you granted the presumption and that's because we haven't been taught the law. But here it is. Article 7, Section 22, that speaks to the fact that people can create charters that create municipalities that then have the powers of municipalities, which include police, and the police cannot do anything if, it does, if it's not subjected to the law and the Constitution. The Constitution secures your right to speech. The Constitution secures your right to assemble. No enumeration of powers granted to cities and villages in this constitution shall limit or restrict the general grant of authority conferred by the section. So this means that the cities and towns and, and counties aren't going to be restricted except by the constitution. This is why it's necessary for you to assert your rights in the constitution and not some dumb statute. Okay. So then you also might want to go to section 27. So article 7, section 27. Article 7, section 27. Notwithstanding, stop that. Break this into just three words. So not with standing. So something does not have standing. Not with standing. It is not standing. What? Any other provision of this constitution. So if there's any provisions in the Michigan Constitution, it does not have standing, any like nothing in this section has standing against it. 
So if there is a Michigan Constitution, Article 1, Section 3, that speaks about your right to assemble, because your right to assemble is expressed in the Constitution, nothing in any municipal charter can go against that right. It will be not with standing. It won't be able to stand against what's written in the Constitution. The legislature may establish in metropolitan areas additional forms of government or authorities with powers, duties, jurisdictions, as the legislature shall provide. Now, the legislature can't go against your rights. So nothing in the legislature has standing for them to create powers in corporations or in municipalities or in counties that can go against your rights. So if the Constitution secures your right to assemble, the Constitution then created the legislature. The legislature then passes statutes that create these municipal corporations. The municipal corporations cannot have any powers that go against what is secured by the Constitution. So when you say you have the right to assemble, nothing in the municipal charter, which includes police powers, nothing in the municipal charter can go against your secured rights. Which is why you give notice of your rights in the Constitution. And this is why you know the law. And this is why whenever these feminist harpies or these cops come up to you, you send notice ahead of time. And that way you've told them what the law is, which is what we're doing. Amen. Okay. Uh, so let's go back to this. So whenever you report my exercise of rights as a trespass of GVSU, so whenever Philomena or any of her agents report your preaching the gospel as a trespass, they are violating your rights. You expressly breach the public trust of the Michigan Constitution. So if the Michigan Constitution secures your right to assemble, your right to speech, you give them notice ahead of time of those rights, when they don't answer and they don't show you the constitutional provision where they can go against those rights, when you then exercise those rights as you told them you were going to, when they violate that, they break the law. They violate the law. And the entity of Grand Valley State University, it's a corporation, it's an entity, and it can't operate but by law. And I'm about to show it to you. So when we say, um, actually, I'll show it to you right now. Let's go to the original. So this is Grand Valley State University. This is the original charter from the state of Michigan that creates Grand Valley State University. Now, I want to scroll down here to Section 5. Section 5 says the legislative intent. So this is telling you why did the Michigan legislature create Grand Valley State University? Here's it is, section five. This act is intended to implement, clarify, and confirm in the board the constitutional powers customarily exercised by the board and control of uh, institutions of higher education established by law having authority to grant baccalaureate degrees. So the purpose of the Grand, uh, the Grand Valley State University, right, is to clarify how the board can establish baccalaureate degrees. But it says what? The constitutional powers, right? So the, so the Grand Valley is restrictive. It's restricted to what it's granted from the Constitution. And nothing in the Constitution 
gives Grand Valley State University the power to go against your right to assemble or the power to go against your right to speech. Nor can Grand Valley State University confer power or jurisdiction to a municipal charter for them to call the cops on you, especially whenever you give them notice prior, uh, prior of. This is what you're doing. You're going to send this notice ahead of time and tell them this is what I'm doing and I want you to tell me where I can't in the law. Show me in the law where I can't do it. So here we go, back to it. Which is unlawful and risks the corporate charter of the university. Now this right here, if you are a college president, you got perks, you're rubbing elbows with high society, you're probably doing a lot of stuff, making money on the side or you know whatever, who cares? I mean, well, we should care. But if you're a college president, and some podunk dumb Christian sends you a notice citing constitutional provision, citing original legislation, telling you you can't violate their rights or else your entire corporate charter is dissolved, you just sent a shot right across the bow and that's gonna hit her heart like you can't understand. Because she's gonna understand all of her influence and reach and responsibility is at risk if she just goes up against you and tells you to move. Do not miss that. Do not miss that. Lastly, the original legislative intent of the legislation of the legislature, yeah, the original legislative intent of the legislation that created GVSU expressly reads this act is intended. We read that before, right? Uh, well, hold on. I need to do this. Boom, boom. Okay. And then we just see the see evidence below. Oh, I didn't do any maxims. Um, the people have the right to peaceably assemble, to, call, to consult for the common good, to instruct their representatives, and to petition the uh, government for redress agreements. Michigan Constitution, Article 1, Section 5, you may speak freely on any issue. Um, Michigan Constitution, Article 1, Section 8, uh, we read that earlier. Then when you want to say Miranda, Arizona, this is where rights secure the Constitution are involved. There could be no rulemaking or whatever. And then I put the... Um, the, the portion here. And I put it in brackets because anytime you put statutes or rules or codes, you want to do brackets. It's called the four corner rule. And it was whatever's in a bracket is actually not on the page, even though they can read it. Um, please show me, then we want to come down here. Do I want to do this? Yeah, I need to put in a maxim. I need to find a maxim. So what do I want to do? I want to do a maxim, maxim of law. And then we want to do, where's my, this? What I want to do, and I'm sorry I didn't, I, I wrote, I was a little bit late because I wanted to write it. So what we want to do is uh, we want to speak about, uh, actually I know exactly which one we want to do. We want to do this maxim. So a maxim of law is a chiefest argument in reason that's recognized by all courts, judges, lawmakers, and everything, and they can't argue against it. So what we want to do is maxim of law the main object of can't main object of government is the protection and preservation of personal rights, private property, and public liberties, and upholding the law of God. We want to do American maxim. Boom. And then I need to spell property right. Boom. I need to do this. Boom. 
Okay, that go two pages? Yes, we're on one page. Okay, cool. So this is where we want to say maxim of law, the main object of government is the protection and preservation of personal rights, private property, public liberties, and upholding the law of God. Amen. Then you want to say, please show me anywhere in any constitution, and if this is mattering to anybody watching, if you want to support Christians, whether it's in podcasts or whatnot, go ahead and switch your shopping to patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. Myself or someone with me will get a hold of you and uh, speak to you and talk to you about the Shoppers Club and the market advantages of going and using your money for American manufacturing. Please sign up at patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. That's a blessing to me and my family. Thank you very much. So this says, please show me anywhere in the in any constitution where a public institution is granted authority to violate constitutional rights. There is no such thing as any constitution conferring any power to any institute, public institution uh, the power to go against constitutional rights. Failure to show this constitutional provision means I may preach the gospel of Jesus Christ on the Grand Valley State University campus. Amen. Please take final notice that it is my demand and right to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ without inhibition from GVSU or any of its agents. Whenever I exercise my private rights and that any of any interruption by GVSU staff or agent thereof is expressly a violation of those rights. If you believe I am wrong in the law, you may submit by affidavit sworn under penalty of perjury and postmarked within five days notice of this receipt, five days receipt of this notice, the evidence or constitutional provision granting you the power to violate my secured rights to assemble to assembly and free spe and, and speech or by tacit acquiescence which means you're giving them the opportunity to respond but you're saying you need to respond under swear sworn oath which they won't do because nobody would swear that you don't have the rights that you have so people aren't going to swear against the text of the Constitution unless they want to, um, you know, violate the law and go to jail. Like, no one will do that. No, no attorney will do that anyway. Um, by tacit acquiescence. So this is, you get this. You, I've, I've exercised my rights to send you notice. I've told you what my rights are. And I told you I'm going to go preach the gospel, which is an exercise of my private rights. I've got the right to do it. I've shown it in writing. You need to show me where I can't. Because if you can't show me where I can't, that means you agree that I can. So that whenever I do and you come and violate my rights, now you just broke the law and I've got proof that you and all your agents know about it. You agree to all statements herein and this notice shall stand against you Stand against you as evidence. This means, let's just walk this through. When Philomena gets this, she has to have then distributed it to all her agents. So those harpy feminists that went against you, in purposes of the law, they are agents of Grand Valley State University. So when an agent, a teacher, a volunteer, a, you know, a, a staffer, whatever, any of these people who, who then um, come up to you, after this, after this letter, and if they don't respond, right? Like if they don't respond under penalty of perjury with the constitutional provision where they can violate your rights to assembly and speech, then whenever they do, because now you've stipulated what? Whenever I exercise my private rights, so you don't want any inhibition. You, you don't want them to inhibit you at all. Shut up. Keep walking. 
unless you want to ask me questions about the gospel, but now you understand that you are the one that is in, that is responsible for what inhibition means. You are the one that has subjective discretionary uh, judgment about what inhibition is. So if you're out there preaching the gospel and a staffer comes by and says, you're, you suck, I hate you, uh, the gospel's bad, you're dumb. Well, so now because your heart is of the Lord, you're going to preach the gospel to that person because you want to save them. Amen? You, you want to preach the gospel so that the seed may be sown and the, the Lord grants the gift of repentance. Amen? So if that's the case, that's not actually inhibition. If the president of the, well, I mean, I wouldn't construe it like that. If the president of Grand Valley State University comes up and she starts saying, I hate Jesus and all this stuff, you're now, you now get to preach the gospel to her. What we're talking about is if someone comes up to the university or excuse me, someone comes up to you while you're there on campus and they say, you got to move. That's inhibiting the gospel. That right there is trying to get you to shut up, which you can't do. You can believe the king, but I will believe God. I will obey God. That's what we're saying. And we're saying you agree with all, uh, you agree with it. And this notice shall stand in evidence against you. So this means that you, Philomena, if one of your harpy feminists comes up to me after you get this notice and you don't answer with constitutional provision where you can violate my rights, when that's the case, and a harpy feminist comes up to me and tells me to move, that's a violation of right. Boom. Bingo. That is the point of infringement. And at that point, if you want to, we can go further. I'll, uh, I'll, ha I'll, I'll help you write an affidavit and we will go right at them. Because what's-her-face, Philomena, is the principal. And she has all these agents that work for her. If she's not going to do her duty... To tell all the other agents of how you have expressed your rights and you're exercising them, that is her failure. She can't do that. That is her failure. Now, we could go after the agent too because the agent is also likely getting public funds, which means they also can't violate your rights. No one can violate your rights, by the way. But if these people are getting public monies, if they're getting public funds, they, can't, they definitely can't go against your rights because they're in a position where they've sworn that they won't. Okay, so it stands as evidence and truth and fact and law in all courts of record and that no court may rehear this matter and that you do with full knowledge, malice, and intent violate my rights. All responses not submitted under penalty of perjury are non-responses and shall stand as express consent to all claims herein. Excuse me, all statements because you're not making claims. Uh, all statements herein. So this means that if you give a notice, you give this notice. And they lawyer up and the lawyer shoots you back a letter that says the stupid case law or the codes or the statutes, blah, 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 blah. That's not actually a valid response because it's not submitted under penalty of perjury of constitutional provision. It's not under penalty of perjury and it's of some stupid dumb statutes or case law, which we don't care about. Because your rights are in the law, which is the Michigan Constitution. Your rights in the Michigan Constitution are always admissible wherever they go. So if you're claiming what your rights are, if you're saying what your rights are, you're telling them what the law is, when they come with stupid statute or case law, coast law, or regulation or campus policy, and they start saying code 27.4 says expressive activity spaces are over there, they're actually going directly against the fundamental law. And they can't do that. They can't do that. So 
And then it says here, please take notice that you may send valid responses too. I would just write in your uh, address. I would just write in, like right here, if you look at the screen, just write in right there. You know, uh, Hayden Rodia, PO Box, whatever. And then please take notice that this is sent to you in the love of Jesus Christ, blue ink, and boom. Now, here I always try to keep it one page. This is one page. Let me make this smaller. I always try to keep it one page because it's short and sweet. Um, you know, and I, I wanted to give them all this information. But this is the evidence that you get to do what is that you're doing. Now, if you want to put down here, if you wanted to say down here, you know, you wanted to, now we're on a different page, but if you wanted to write down like distribution and tell them who all is getting it, distribution, distribution. If you want to say, what's her name? Um, what was her name? What's her face? Philomena. If you wanted to go to Philomena, you could say Philomena. You could go to a state rep. You could go to the police department. You could go to sheriff. Uh, you could go to the security guard at, what was it, GVSU. You can send it to names, blah, 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 you know. You can send it to all those people. And then this way, what you're doing is you're telling Philomena who, else, who also is getting it. Because, think psychologically, when uh, Philomena sees this, one, you're right in the law. But two, whenever she sees that she's getting it, and all these other people are getting it, you are giving due notice of your rights. And so now, whenever Philomena comes after you, if you've given this note, if you've given this notice to someone else in the law, when a trustee, that means someone who's sworn to the Constitution, Michigan Constitution, when someone who's a trustee receives notice, that is a lawful document. And they, they have to do something about it. So this would mean when Philomena or an agent violates your rights in the future and they call the cops, the cops who show up, you can say, hey, I sent police chief Bill O'Houlihan. I sent Chief O'Houlihan notice. You guys are supposed to know this too. Breaker Breaker 1-9. Chief, I got this uh, uppity Christian telling me that he gave you notice of something. Is that the case? The chief is like, you know, fumbling with the microphone. Yes. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Don't don't mess with him. If, if he's not like hurting people or doing stuff, he is well within his rights to be there because the chief knows you're using your constitution. You're, you stood on your rights. But that's if you send the notice to the chief. This is why I would send it to all sorts of people and certify mail. That way, whenever they get in the mail, this little read receipt, I'll cover the, the thing. But when they get in the mail, this little read receipt, or you you keep this, they get they get this thing. They get something that looks like this. Right? I'll just cover up all the info. They get the green receipt. They get the green receipt. Or excuse me, you get the green receipt back. Um, they get the certified mail. When they get that, it's gonna hit them psychologically at a different different area. So that is what I would do uh, if I were you, uh, Hayden. Um, the, the, the stream is yours. I will post this. I will tag you. Um, I'm going to delete this here because if I do it right now, that'll be on the thing. So I will actually save this. I'll put it in a PDF. And uh, I would do it legal size piece of paper, blue ink, certified mail. Uh, and I would give broad diffusion of knowledge. But at this point, if you give them that notice, they've got five days to respond to you. 
if they don't put something postmarked in the mail, if they don't put an affidavit sworn under penalty of perjury showing constitutional provision in the mail and postmarked to you within five days receipt, then they have been served lawfully and they now know it is now expected in the law that they know what your rights are so that whenever you do it, they won't mess with you. And if they do, they violate your rights. And if you want to go after them, you can DM me and we can do that there too. And this, this stands for everything in the law, for everything in the law. This is why um, I teach, as my teacher teaches, Dave Jose, Real Dave Cares for You on Twitter, uh, of what the fundamental law is. This is why it's important for our nation to get back to what is written so that we get righteous government. The most important thing that I do, however, is I preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you are not in Christ, you are going to go to hell. John chapter 3 and verse 18. Let me bring this up real fast. John chapter 3 and verse 18 reads, He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth is condemned, but he believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. When we understand what the gospel is, we then have a call to obey. The gospel is that Jesus Christ was virgin born, lived a perfect and sinless life. He took the cross out of love and obedience to the father. While on the cross, his blood was shed. The shedding of that blood washes away the uh, the uh, the accounts and the sins that are accounted against us. This is Colossians chapter four and verse. Excuse me, Colossians chapter two and verse fourteen and fifteen. When Jesus was on the cross, he received the wrath of God for sin. Then he was physically dead, physically buried, physically on the third day resurrected from the grave. When Jesus rose from the grave, it shows that he has the power of life over death. Colossians 1 Corinthians chapter 15. If you don't have a physical resurrection, who cares? He's just another dude who died and our faith is in vain is what the apostle Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 15. So you must first hear the gospel from someone who teaches and preaches the gospel. Now you must believe the gospel, which means you must trust Jesus for him to be who he said he was. John chapter 20 and verse 29, Jesus is talking to the disciples. He's speaking to Thomas. When Thomas says, I need to feel the holes in my in his hand before I'm going to believe. And Jesus says, blessed are ye that believe, but blessed are those who believe and do not see. Right? So we walk by faith and not by sight. So now hearing the gospel, you need to believe the gospel. This takes us to John, or excuse me, this takes us to Acts chapter 2 and verse 47, excuse me, 37, when it says, Now when they, the Jews, heard this, Peter preaching the first gospel message of the entire church, they were pricked in their heart, the, the Jews were pricked in their heart, and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, Peter says, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So you hear the gospel, you must believe the gospel, you must repent of your sin, you must turn away, you must confess, this is Romans chapter 10, that Christ is your Lord, and you must be baptized into his name to be inside his body. This is Galatians chapter 3 and verse 26 and 27, that reads... 
For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you have as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. So to put on Christ, you must be baptized into Christ. And this is what Paul also teaches in Romans chapter 6 when he says... This is Romans chapter 6, verse 3 and 4. Know ye not that many of us, as were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. The key issue is you must hear the gospel, believe the gospel, repent of your sin, Call upon Jesus Christ and you do that by being baptized into his name and you will be saved from sin. Your souls are guaranteed the eternal salvation. You walk with the newness of life. You're following after Jesus and this is as the Bible teaches. Believe and obey the gospel. The most best way you can help me is to go to patriotswitch.com slash If this is good content, if it was educational, instructive, one way to say thank you is to register at patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. When you do, myself or someone with me will be able to call and say, here's how to switch to American manufacturing. It's not hard. You can window shop. And right now, just in the month of February, annual membership is $1. Normally it's 19 bucks, but now it's $1 until February 28th. When you do that, you're taking the money you're already shopping. So it's not a new expenditure. It's money you're already spending to switch over to products that are American made, delivered right to your door, no hazardous industrial chemicals. Um, and my wife and I have actually saved money as a household doing this. But that's also the way that I get benefit and how these things continue to go. Appreciate your time. Lord willing, uh, we'll be back tomorrow. I also have... Uh, the membership where people may join, you get free coffee delivered to your door when you join the membership of distributing Bibles around the nation. So humblewb.coffee is air roasted coffee, but you're joining a membership to distribute Bibles. We send out the King James Version. So you distribute Bibles and the benefit is you get to choose which coffee you want delivered right to your door. It's air roasted coffee, so it's delicious coffee. It's better than 99% of coffees because it's not loaded up with preservatives. It's not burned in a hot metal bucket. And people don't have to put a bunch of flavorings and artificial, potentially carcinogens in it to make it taste better. This is air roasted coffee, perfectly roasted on a thin cushion of air. It never touches a hot metal surface. So you've got precision roasting every single time throughout the entire batch, which is delicious. That's delivered right to your door as a free benefit of joining the private membership association, wherein we distribute Bibles around the nation. So you're distributing Bibles and getting coffee. That's a blessing. That's at humblewb.coffee. Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow. Till then, my name is Jaron Jackson. I do love America. Do not quit. Go to work.